0: Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Laurie Montgomery and I am your host today. Today is episode 22.4 and we are in chapter 20. And uh, today we're going to be continuing to read about uh, Paul and his uh, ministry and the growth of the church. Um, So uh, let's open up in prayer to begin with. Um, Did I say thank you for being here? Thank you for being here. And for joining me and for finding time in your day to mm. sit and read the word. Uh, I'm grateful and thankful to be able to do this and to be able to read God's word out into the world. So um, so let's pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, you are so mighty and so, just so full of grace and and justice and so sovereign and we are thankful that you are in control. I'm thankful for everything that you do for me and for us. We're thankful for all you provide and uh, Lord we know that if it wasn't for you we wouldn't have anything because everything is yours. We are most grateful for the gift and the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. We don't deserve it. We didn't earn it, but he did it for us. And so, Lord, we're just so thankful that we receive the gift of salvation and the confidence that we get to go to heaven because of your son Jesus. Lord, I pray blessings over every person out there listening and every person uh, who is on this journey, reading and absorbing everything that you want us to understand through your word. I, I hope and pray that it, it is a blessing to them as much as it is to me, because this is something I am so thankful that I get to do and so grateful. So Lord, just watch over each one of us um, Open up our hearts and our minds to what it is that you want us to learn from your word. Uh, Every word is so detailed and is specific because you are a God of order. And so, Lord, just open up our hearts and our minds and empty us of ourselves and the world so that we can be attuned to what it is that you want us to do in this world according to your will. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So um, today is about Paul uh, and um, he's going to be preaching in Macedonia and in Greece. Uh, Some of these Greek words are kind of tricky for me. So please forgive me um, if I mispronounce the Greek words. Um, I, I did want to talk about just something real quick uh, before we really start reading. Um, a friend of mine's um, cousin passed away today. Completely, uh, it was an accident and it was a freak accident. But she died while she was trying to help somebody. She got hit by a car. That, that car possibly could have hit the person she was trying to help. Just a fluke accident. Turns out she was a uh, organ donor. And so um, her organs are going to be used for other people who are in need. And I, I guess, you know, we don't know why things happen, but God does. And God does things for the good of the kingdom. So um, she died doing something good. Um, she was selfless in what she was doing and, and being an organ donor, she was also being selfless and, you know, we don't know what, which is what I was telling my friend. We don't know, you know, who she's going to help by that. It could have, it could be somebody who was in a war who lost their eyesight. They're going to use his, their, her eyes to, to give that person sight, you know, a heart, a liver, you know, kidneys, who knows, you know, it could be anything. And, um, so, you know, we don't know, you know, we don't have an, another second, you know, that's guaranteed for us on this, on this earth. And I just hope that I, am being that example, uh, I hope that I am doing what God wants us, wants me to do. And I hope that this Bible study is reaching out to those that really need to hear it. So, um, but I, I can't uh, encourage it enough to get out there and do what God wants you to do. Figure it out. Um, and maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to keep doing it because reading God's Word, there's nothing wrong with that. It just makes you a stronger Christian and have a stronger relationship with God and getting to know Him. So um, anyway, uh, that's all I wanted to say about that. I just wanted to kind of put it out there. Find out what God wants you to do and do it which is exactly what Paul says in this, uh, this uh, chapter. It's kind of interesting. So, all right, let's start reading. I'm going to take a drink first because I'm getting a little raspy and I don't want to be that way. <clears throat> okay, so chapter 20, this is episode 22.4. Paul goes to Macedonia and Greece. <clears throat> when the uproar was over, Paul sent for the believers and encouraged them. Then he said goodbye and left for Macedonia. While there, he encouraged the believers in all the towns he passed through. Then he traveled down to Greece, where he stayed for three months. He was preparing to sail back to Syria when he discovered a plot by some Jews against his life. So he decided to return through Macedonia. Several men were traveling with him. They were Sopater, son of Pyrrhus from Berea, Aristarchus and Secundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derb, Timothy, and Tychia, Tychicus, Tychicus, Tichicus. I don't know, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm going to butcher it a little more, and Trophim, Trophimus from the province of Asia. They went on ahead and waited for us at Troas, or Troas. After the Passover ended, we boarded a ship at Philippi in Macedonia, and five days later, joined them in Troas, where we stayed a week. Paul's final visit to Troas. On the first day of the week, we gathered with the local believers to share in the Lord's Supper. Paul was a Paul was preaching to them, and since he was leaving the next day, he kept talking until midnight. The upstairs room where we met was lighted with many flickering lamps. As Paul spoke, on and on, a young man named Eutychus, sitting on the windowsill, became very drowsy. Finally he fell asli- he fell sound asleep, and dropped three stories to his death below. Paul went down, bent over him, and took him into his arms. Don't worry, He said, he's alive. Then they all went back upstairs, shared in the Lord's Supper, and ate together. Paul continued talking to them until dawn, and then he left. Meanwhile, the young man was taken home, alive and well, and everyone was greatly relieved. Paul meets the Ephesian elders. Paul went by land to Assos, where he had arranged for us to join him while we traveled by ship. He joined us there, and we sailed together in Mytilene. Mytilene? The next day, we sailed past the island of Chios. The following day, we crossed to the island of Samos, and a day later, we arrived in Miletus. Paul had decided to sail on past Ephesus, for he didn't want to spend any more time in the province of Asia. He was hurrying to get to Jerusalem, if possible, in time for the festival of Pentecost. But when we landed at Miletus, Miletus, he sent a message to the elders of the church at Ephesus, asking them to come and meet him. When they arrived, he declared, You know that from the day I set foot in the province of Asia until now, I have done the Lord's work humbly and with many tears. I have endured the trials that come to me from the plots of the Jews. I never shrank back from telling you what you needed to hear either publicly or in your homes. I have had one message for Jews and Greeks alike. The necessity of repenting from sin and turning to God and of having faith in our Lord Jesus. And now I am bound by the spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't know what waits awaits me except that the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead. But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. And now I know that none of you to whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. I declare today that I have been faithful. If anyone suffers eternal death, it's not my fault, for I didn't shrink from declaring all that God wants you to know. So guard yourselves and God's people. Feed and shepherd God's flock, his church, purchased with his own blood, over which the Holy Spirit was appointed you as leaders. Has appointed you as leaders. I know that false teachers like vicious wolves will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. Even some men from your own group will rise up and distort the truth in order to, to draw a following. Watch out, remember the three years I was with you, my constant watch and care over you night and day, and my many tears for you. And now I entrust you to God and the message of, this grace, of His grace That is able to build you up and give you inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. I have never coveted anyone's silver or gold or fine clothes. You know that these hands of mine have worked to supply my own needs and even the needs of those who were with me. And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. All right, so I did underline a few key things that I thought was interesting. So uh, starting up at the very beginning, uh, it it says when the uproar was over, meaning the problem that was going on with the Roman government uh, in the last chapter, Paul sent for the believers and encouraged them and encouraged them. So he says that a couple of times, you know, encourage, keep encouraging. You know keep encouraging keep on giving you know um, a positive uh just being positive and and encouraging them to continue to read and to learn and to have a a good relationship with the lord Um, and then uh going down into uh, he encouraged the believers in all the towns he passed through he was in greece and then he was preparing to sail back to Syria when he discovered a plot by some Jews against his life, so he decided to return through Macedonia. Now I don't I don't know the maps, and I don't know where he's actually going through. So, um, but then when you jump down into five, he names a couple of the uh, men who were traveling with him, and he says they went on ahead and waited for us at Troas after the Passover ended. We boarded a ship at Philip. At Philippi in Macedonia and five days later join them in Troas where we stayed a week and then continue on down on the first day of the week we gathered with the local believers to share in the Lord's Supper Um, he says we and us throughout um, all the way down I I circled it all the way down into um, 15 so you have to remember I'm going to remind you that this was written by luke the doctor and so and it wasn't apparent because i don't i think this is the first time that he says us and we in this whole book of acts and um i'm not sure why he is revealing this now but obviously he's been traveling with because in the back of my head i was like who who's been i mean i knew luke was writing it but is it like a second you know secondhand story that he was getting but obviously he's been with Paul the whole time traveling with him so he's been witnessing all this stuff so he's a first account um, is the way I'm reading this uh, since he keeps saying us and we and then uh, they went uh, upstairs they went the upstairs room was uh, lighted with many flickering lights and then Eutychus falls out the window and dies but then Paul goes down and he says, don't worry, he's alive, holds him and hugs him. So um, so he's still, you know, performing miracles. And uh, the young man was taken home alive and well, and everyone was greatly relieved. Well, thank God, right? You know, the, the miracles are still occurring. And then Paul meets the Ephesian leaders. Uh, Paul went by land to Assos, where he had arranged for us to join him while we traveled by ship. He joined us there and we sailed together to Mytilene. Mytilene. Uh, The following day, we crossed to the island of Samos and a day later, we arrived in Miletus. Um, I'm going to go down to where it says I have one uh, where he's talking to the to the uh, Jews. He said, and to the Greeks alike, I have had one message for Jews and Greeks alike, the necessity of repenting from sin and turning to God and of having faith in our Lord Jesus. That's it in a nutshell. And he he has not, you know, shrunk back from that. And now I am bound by the spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't know what awaits me except that the Holy Spirit tells me in the city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead. So he knows it's not going to be fun. Um... But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. I mean, this is exactly what I was talking about before we started reading. It's like he he knew he had to get out there and get the word out, and he's doing what God wants him to do. And that's what we're all charged with, you know, figure out what God wants you to do and do it. And then he says, and now I know that none of you to whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. I declare today that I have been faithful. If anyone suffers eternal death, it's not my fault. It's like I've done my job. I've I've given you all the information. You do with it what you're going to do. For I didn't shrink from declaring all that God wants you to know. Um, So guard yourselves and God's people. Feed and shepherd God's flock, his church purchased with his own blood. If you go down to a little, um, or with the blood of his own son. So that's 2028, those little notes down at the very bottom. Uh, You as, uh, over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. Uh, Beware of false prophets, uh, false teachers, vicious wolves. Um, They're going to come out there and they're going to be, you know, they're going to attack. Even some men from your own group will rise up and distort the truth. Watch out, remember uh the three years i was with you my constant watching care over you so you have to watch over the flock that's what he's basically saying and now i trust you to god and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself he's you know this is all about building up and encouraging um and building the the kingdom of god Um, and then at the very bottom he says uh, you should remember the words of our lord jesus it is more blessed to give than to receive and that is true it is so that's it for today that's chapter 20 um and uh like i said you know figure out what god's trying to get you to do um and and do it he's god's gonna do what god's gonna do and he's gonna figure out a way to get it done um and i encourage you to do it his way <laughs> so Um, And then I'm going to go ahead and go into Proverbs like we talked about yesterday. I'm going to read Proverbs 2. The Benefit of Wisdom My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Turn your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasure. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. These men turn from the right path to walk down dark paths. They take pleasure in doing wrong and then enjoy the twisted ways of evil. Their actions are crooked and their ways are wrong. Wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of the promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death. It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. So follow the steps of the good and stay on the paths of the righteous. For only the godly will live in the land and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land and the treacherous will be uprooted. Well, this just goes right along with what we were just reading earlier. Um, you know, he guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. You know, for the Lord grants wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to, be, to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. And then, you know, he says, be, be aware that there's going to be evil people. Uh, wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. They take pleasure in doing wrong. They enjoy the twisted ways of evil. Their actions are crooked and their ways are, I mean, this is exactly what we're just reading about, you know, that there's going to be people who are going to try to, you know, um, sidetrack you and uh, guide you in a different direction. And if you stay true to God and you read his word every day, you, you will be blessed. And that's what it says here. And he will protect you. He will protect those who are faithful to him. So that's it for today. Uh, I, again, uh, encourage you to, um, to think about, uh, accepting Jesus as your Lord and savior, that he died on the cross for us. Uh, and the only way to do that is to, prof- uh, profess it with your mouth, have it in your heart. And, uh, believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior so if you are uh, ready to say that uh, prayer to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior I encourage it and we will say the prayer together Heavenly Father today I put my trust in you I am not perfect and no I have sinned against you please forgive me I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus it is his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will commit my life to doing your work and his work. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome to the kingdom of heaven. Um, It's a new day. It's a new life. And uh, you're about to just explode. for Jesus. Uh, I encourage you to find a pastor, a church that uh, teaches from the Word of God and uh, and um, you know uh, someplace that you feel comfortable and uh, tell somebody that you know that's been praying for you to get saved and to become a believer. Uh, join a ministry uh, start a ministry and uh, do volunteer work and just live for the Lord. So that's it for today. Uh, we are going to go into, what is it, 22.5 tomorrow. And um, I think Jeremiah is going to be going on a cruise starting Sunday. So uh, we are going to try to uh, work that out. We'll figure it out. So, But uh, in the meantime, uh, we will... Say God bless you, have a great day, great morning, whatever time it is that you are listening to us, and we'll see you tomorrow.